You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 1131. It's really important to move with intensity yet wisdom. So one of the reasons why I like to list on the MLS is because of that higher price. Just understand it's going to take a little bit longer. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. This is Todd Toback, and welcome to the show. All right, so today we are going to talk about seven things you must know before listing a property on the MLS. Now, why do we list on MLS? Well, for a couple of reasons. Number one is that you are going to make more money when you do that. But number two, it's going to open you up to a much larger pool of buyers, specifically retail buyers. So you must know this. But before we jump into today's show, I just want to do a couple of shout outs from the Facebook group that I love to hang out in. And that's the Wholesaling Inc. Facebook group. And I want to make a shout out to Michael, by the way, big contributor of the group. By the way, this guy was actually living in his car before he bought one of my courses, bought his course, actually uh, had to finance it into payments. <laughs> and uh, I tell you what, I didn't even think I was going to get paid on that. I remember, I mean, this was a long time ago. And uh, long story short, all the payments did come in and Michael did his first real estate deal. This was actually during the last recession. And since then, Michael has done a ton of deals, but he just wrote out his latest win for today was he's got three contracts last week, one Zoom appointment and a hundred new direct mail leads. So all wholesale deals start with that most important thing, and that is marketing. Marketing is the lifeblood of your business. So Michael lives in a car, no more. Thank you for sending that in. And the next one is from Richard W. And Richard uh, just did a VA sub two loan at 2.75. So basically he took a property subject to the existing financing, one of my favorite strategies at 2.75 which is an interest rate that's like gold, right? Now that interest rates are, geez, 7.5%, taking over a property, little to no money down. And he also opened escrow on a duplex with seller financing at 10% down, $2,100 in total new cash flow. Let me say that again, 2,100 bucks in total new cash flow on properties where he did not have to qualify for a loan. Richard, awesome, awesome job. So if you wanna connect with me in that group, Go ahead and check out wholesalingincgroup.com. Jump in the group, ask to be a member. When you get in, at Todd Toback me, I would love to connect and uh, hear from you and get to know you a little bit better. Okay, so let's jump in to today's show on the seven things you must know. So remember, the reason why we list on the multiple listing service is uh, number one, to get retail buyers uh, and sometimes the best cash buyers because they live on the multiple listing service service. Okay. Now, obviously you can have a cash buyer list, which is phenomenal. And I suggest that you build that for times that you can't list on the MLS. And I'll answer that. I'll bring that up for those reasons uh, on another day. But when you list a property on the MLS, and by the way, I've, I've talked a lot about this, especially when you're doing novations and novations are when you're selling to a retail buyer, not a cash buyer. The reason why we'd sell to a retail buyer instead of a cash buyer is because the retail buyer is going to pay more than a cash buyer, especially in the changing market right now. Retail buyers are going to be more likely to buy a property than a someone who's going to fix and flip it. So person getting buying the property retail 
is going to have to get a loan. And so instead of doing a deal directly with them, you have to novate it. What does that mean? Well, you connect the buyer and seller after you have signed a purchase agreement with the original seller of record. Okay. So you enter an agreement with the seller of record. You then find a buyer for that property. You now connect the buyer and seller in this novation agreement. I like to call it a net proceeds agreement. Okay. And you now collect the difference from what you agreed with the seller to that new price that you agreed with your buyer, which of course was higher, a lot higher. So you could do a big fat, <laughs> juicy deal. Okay. Obviously, you can do the same thing on a cash deal uh, and just assign the deal or do a concurrent close. But here are the seven things that you must do. And I'll tell you what, I know a lot of people are scared to do this. They're uncomfortable. It's outside of their comfort zone. But if you do this, you're going to make a lot more money. So the first thing that you must do is you got to prep the seller. So I've talked about this in other shows. I'll touch on it briefly today. But when you list a property on the MLS at the time of signing, I always let the seller know, hey, listen, you're going to see a lot of activity. I'm going to need to inspect the property. I'm going to bring buyers and I'm going to be marketing the heck out of this thing, including on the multiple listing service. So you might see it on the internet. Okay. Now you might think, Todd, why would a seller agree to that? Right? They do all the time. I'm telling you right now, the seller has a problem. You can solve it. They're going to love the movement. They're going to love the activity, but what they're not going to like are surprises. All right. So you want to anchor that seller. You also want a clause in your agreement to allow you to do that. Second thing though, that you need when you list a property on the multiple listing service is that you need a strong broker who can take heat from other agents. Now, I've talked on other episodes on the importance of having a good broker, but the other part about this is that your broker needs to be able to take a little flack, a little heat, a little chaos. They need to be able to handle when other agents bark at them because your agent's doing something a little out of the norm. It's going to come out of the box that you are not the seller of record, right? And so if you've got permission to list on the multiple listing service, that doesn't matter. Right. But other agents are going to freak out a little bit. But as long as your broker stays strong and they're educated and they could take a little heat, then you've got a good member on your team. So make sure that you have a good broker who could take heat from other agents. Now, the other thing that you need to know, very important, is that your deal is going to take longer to sell on the multiple listing service. Now, I love a good seven to 10 day transaction. The faster I can get my money, hey, the happier I am. But, but, you have a fiduciary responsibility to your business and yourself. What does that mean? That means it's your obligation to get as much money as you can within reason. So we want to move with urgency, but you also don't want to run around with your hair on fire, right? I've seen way too many wholesalers leave 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 on the table because they were extremely, extremely motivated to get rid of their contract. Okay, it's really important to move with intensity yet wisdom. So, one of the reasons why I like to list on the MLS is because of that higher price. Just understand it's going to take a little bit longer. Why is that? Well, number one, you know, you're going to have to get pictures and you're going to have to list it on the MLS. That's going to take like 48 hours, right? Well, then your broker puts it on there. And even if there's a lot of activity and it's a good price, well, now the buyer's broker, because on the multiple listing service, the buyers are going to have their own real estate agent or broker. It takes them, you know, three or four days to go see the property, it takes them another two or three days to, you know, to make an offer, right? Now it's going to take you a couple of days now to get back to your broker and back to you and accept it. So before you know it, we're 10, 11, 12 days, right? Even before we've even accepted an offer. And usually now you're looking at about two weeks. Okay. And again, this is all worth it, right? If you're making an extra 20, 30, 40, $50,000, 
I'm all for it, but you've got to be prepared for this. So one thing that I'm going to give you a little hack is when you know that you're going to be listing on the MLS, and especially with the changing market, we used to have in our contract that we close in 30 days. We've just changed it now to 90. Now, I know what you're thinking, Todd, why would the seller go for it? 99% will, and they won't call you out on it. So just, I'd put it in your contract that you have 90 days to close. Now, make it 90 days or earlier, 90 days or sooner, so that you have the flexibility to close early if you want to. But just know this process slows you down. Now, I'm not giving you permission to drag your feet here. Okay, you want to move with intensity. Okay, you got to move like you mean it, but understand that there's other people involved here, right? And so while you want to drive that and keep it tight and set directions, right, you don't want to make dumb decisions and leave money on the table. Okay, the other thing that you are that you need to know is that you will make more money. Okay, I, I, I did mention that, but I have to mention that again, the pool of buyers is much, much, much larger. Okay, the next thing that you need to know number one, two, three, four, five, is that you will have to play by normal real estate rules when you list properties on the MLS. What does that mean? Well, real estate agents, they're used to a certain way of doing things. And these people are like the most rigid, uptight people you will ever meet in your life. (laughs) And by the way, if you're a real estate agent listening to this, I love you, right? But you know, they went to the real estate classes and they have these things like step one, step two, step three, step four, and you know their brokerages, their sole goal in life is not to get sued, right? That, that's their sole goal in life is number one, to not get sued and number two, make money. And because of the volume of transactions they have and all the people, they're, they're worried about this. So there, there's a lot of paperwork. So that's okay. But when you do that, you have to play in their world. So you're gonna have to use their paperwork when you have a buyer. So in California, they call them uh, CAR, right? California Association of Realtor Forms. In Florida, they call them FARBAR, Florida Association of uh, uh, Realtors. I think I have that right. Anyway, they call it FARBAR. And so you're going to have to play by that, right? Now, the next part of that, and number six is playing by their rules, is that your buyers are most likely, especially in this market, right? A a few months ago, we really got away from this, but the buyers are going to want inspections. And so our cash buyers, when we were selling just to the cash buyers, I mean, we could say 5K non-refundable EMD, no contingencies, no inspections, all that, right? We used to just say, play by our rules. But understand that the buyers on the multiple listing service, they're not used to this, they're not trained. And so they're going to want inspections. And so you're going to want to give them their inspections. Now, little hack here. A lot of times it lasts for 14-day inspections. And we can say, hey, listen, we don't want a 14-day. Why don't we take that down to five days? And so you can negotiate here to keep that ball rolling, take it down to 14, down to five. If they won't do five, do seven. By the way, if someone's really, really, really giving you pushback on the number of inspection days, I'd take a very, very close look at your buyer. Okay. Now, the other thing that I will tell you though, is when you're dealing in the traditional real estate world and you are agreeing to inspections and you're agreeing to, you know, 14 days or seven days, the one thing that I'm going to tell you that's really important, here's a hack, is number one, make sure that their earnest money deposit is in within 48 hours. Okay, I prefer it at 24, but one of the things I notice is that the buyers, they will drag their feet getting their earnest money deposits in. So what you want to do is you want to see if they're serious. And so if the buyer's going to cancel, you want them to do that up front. So we'll say, listen, fine, you can have your seven-day inspection. I know you said 17, we'll bring that down to seven, but your earnest money deposit needs to be within 48 hours. And if it's not, then we're automatically going to cancel the agreement. I can't tell you how many people 
never signed that final contract, right? They never signed that final contract because you asked the EMD, the earnest money deposit, to be in in that first 24 to 48 hours, right? You'll flush out a lot of bad buyers that way. Now, here's the other thing. And this is rather real important. You know that Todd Toback always talks with you with love and truth, is that when you um, list deals on the MLS, they will fall out of escrow or closing or title, whatever you're talking about, you know, whatever uh, they do in your state to close a deal, your contracts will fall apart, especially in this market, right? The market's changing, buyers have more control. And so we're seeing about today, you know, and this is very timely, about 50% of buyers are backing out of contracts on the MLS. By the way, if you're thinking, oh, my cash buyers list is going to be better, I got to tell you, we've seen a lot of cash buyers. I'm I'm talking about when you don't list on the MLS and you have a private list of cash buyers whom you've dealt with in the past, they are backing out of contracts also. So there's a lot of fear in the market. So just understand that. Now, that being said, if that happens to you, dust yourself off, okay? Move quickly and get to the next buyer. One of the ways that you can avoid this is I get a professional inspection on every property. I pay for that out of my own pocket and I have the buyers review that beforehand. But you definitely, definitely want to shorten those timelines. You want to make sure that earnest money is in early. You also want to shorten those inspection times, although you know it's going to be really, really hard to get away from that inspection. So all stuff that comes with the blessing of the MLS, all right? We have some burdens, but we can get past them, all right? You and I can get past these because uh, I could tell you when we first started doing this, my team hated it, right? They're like, oh, let's go back to the cash buyers list. But as soon as they started getting their checks and seeing the size of the deals that they were doing, nobody complained anymore. Reminder, by the way, if uh, you want to hook up with me in that Facebook group, go to wholesalinginggroup.com. Hit me up at Todd Toback, and I would love to connect with you. Let me know about an episode that you'd like to hear, a problem, challenge, deal, high five, whatever it is, reach out and I would love to answer your question. Love to interact with you and I will talk to you on the next episode. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.